this is Brittany Estep. And I'm Chip Richter. And you're listening to the Roots and Wings podcast. A conversation about faith, family, and parenting. We're glad you're listening. Hey, everyone. Uh, You're listening to the Roots and Wings podcast, our very first episode. Very first episode. Yeah, we're excited. Uh, And as part of, if you you probably heard this in the introduction, but as part of that, we hope that we are creating an atmosphere of discussion where people can interact um, with our discussion and continue to have a say in what we talk about. So our first topic is actually from a listener who wrote to us. And they wanted to know what does it look like to pass your faith on to your children. So that's going to be our first uh, topic of discussion here. Are you, how you feel, Dad? You ready? I feel good. I'm, I'm excited about this. I'm excited to finally get this this thing rolling. You and I have been talking about these podcasts and this idea for the podcast for a long time, and here we are in our first episode. So yeah, so I'm. I'm excited for this, and and I appreciate the um, feedback that we're getting from folks. That you know, we kind of put out a little little feelers and said, "Hey, if you if there was a podcast that you could listen to um, about faith, family, and parenting, you know, what are some things you'd like to hear?" And this was a this was a question that came. You know, so what's it look like? How do you pass your faith onto your kids? And you know, a lot of there's that's a big question. Obviously, there's a ton we could talk about, and we're, we're going mm-hmm. to. This is this is the beginning. Of this, and we're going to be, be sharing lots of ideas. Or, uh, I've got some ideas to share along the way that will be um, in future episodes. But you know, I think when we talk about this kind of thing, I think the f- the very first place that my mind goes, the first place to start when you when you talk about wanting to pass your faith onto your kids or encourage your ki- kids in, in their faith, I think the first place to start is to look at ourselves as parents, because I really believe that. Um, it's all about you in this way, and it and it may seem funny to say that because effective parenting, you know, when I say it's all about you, that means it's just how where are you coming from? Where where's your heart at? Where how's your life? You know, how are you doing in in your relationship with the Lord and in your walk and journey of faith? Um, is it vibrant? Is it is it overflowing out of your life, or is it stagnant? Or are you struggling with some stuff? And so. Um, we all go through dry times and, and you know abundant times that way, but I think we have to be super vigilant to make sure that we are actively, vibrantly, um, passionately pursuing Jesus in our own lives uh, individual, as individuals. And then out of that overflow, I think, um, is where the passing on uh, and the influencing our children will come. Um, you know, we all may want, you know, our kids to be growing in spiritual things and coming to know, um, have a knowledge of Christ. But it, if it's not happening for us, it's kind of tough for us to ha- see it happening for our kids. So that that's my first encouragement with that is to encourage moms and dads to pursue their faith um, passionately for themselves first. It's kind of like, you know, on the airplane, you, ever, you know, when you go on an airplane and they say, um, and they, they do the, the little drill where they tell you how if the mask drops down from the cabin, make sure you put your mask on first and then put your children's mask on. Of course, your instinct is to want to protect your kids and give to your kids first. But if you're not, if you're not there, <laughs> you know, yeah. your kids yeah. are going to be lost. So we need to, as parents and grandparents and those of us that are caring for children, be sure that our faith is vibrant mm-hmm. before we begin to try to teach and, and instill something in our own children. So that's yeah, my first thought. 
yeah, I love that analogy. That's a really good picture um, of what it looks like to kind of take care of yourself first. So not in a selfish way, but so you can better take care of the people around you, which I think um, hearing you talk about this and, you know, knowing that that's probably one of the key components of passing your faith on and living a life of a legacy, you know, living, uh, leaving a legacy. I feel like it's, it's, it's simple, but it's hard. It's not necessarily easy um, to hear that question. But I think, as a kid myself, kids pick up on things more than we realize. Like just as we're talking, I'm just remembering growing up and like, man, I remember seeing mom, um, you know, mom's busy and she always had, she always had busy work days. She would leave in the morning and she'd come home late at night. But I, all, I remember seeing she had this like blue Bible and there's always these pencil, color pencils by her desk. And mm. I remember waking up early and seeing her sitting at her desk and with her Bible and her colored pencils. And I mean, that was young. I was young when I saw that, but I remember thinking when I get old, I'm going to make sure that I do that. Like, I mean, <laughs> obviously, I cause that was, that was something that you can't do at eight or nine, <laughs> but like you, when you could, when you get older and even it was funny, I was home, you know, this week for work and stopping through to be with you guys. And I sat down at mom's desk and her Bible and her color pencils are still there. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah. That's pretty cool. But she never told me, you know, hey, Brittany, I wake up 10 minutes early though, so I can read my Bible, but I saw it, right. you know, and right. it was something that an image that was in my heart and my mind yeah. um, when I was young. So, Hey there, friends. Uh, this this is Chip just jumping in here, uh, interrupting the conversation. You may have heard some of those uh, weird staticky things and we didn't catch those before while we were recording and it was sort of too late. But we did find out what that was, and we got rid of those in future episodes. So we just don't, I just don't want you to think that, oh my gosh, am I going to listen to that Cause through this, all these episodes? So you're not. We fixed it, and uh, sorry for that in this one, but uh, future episodes, it'll sound much better. Now, back to the conversation. Well, you know, I think that's a, a good reminder for our, all of us as parents that our children are learning from us by watching us whether we realize it or not, both good things and bad things. And that's a little bit scary because I know in my, in my life, I, I, I mean, it's just a good, good reminder for me and maybe an encouragement for parents that are listening because I know that um, I'm, you know, we, model, um, we model behavior for our children just by the way we live our lives, and they're watching us very closely. Um, and I think I, I want to be sure, I, I know as you guys were young, I wanted to be sure that, you know, I was modeling something good. And, but, um, you know, you live in, you're living life day to day and you forget sometimes your kids are watching and they're paying attention, paying, paying attention to you and, um, and, and they're learning um, how you respond to things and how you, uh, you know, how you relate to people and, and uh I think one of the scariest times for you to think about that is maybe when you're driving your car and your kids are in the back seat, and, and sometimes the worst comes out in, in us. But um, we all we've all had those. No, ex- that never happened to you, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Hey, where did you learn that word? Well, Dad, I heard you say that word. Oh, wait. So yeah, we so we need to be careful. Well, so so those are negative things, but then also those positive things. So what you what you're relating, I think, is cool um, that you watched your mom doing her devotional um, thing, and, and it made an impression on you. And, and, um, and in fact, you know, here's the interesting thing. Your mom will tell this story about seeing her parents um, 
looking for them, uh, you know, when she was a little, little, you know, you know, wanting, wanting them to get a, get her, you know, glass of milk or whatever, looking for them and finding them kneeling and praying in their room. And that was a regular thing. They prayed together and they were praying for their kids, for their family. And, and over her growing up years, she saw her parents praying and that made an impression on her. And, um, yeah. so, yeah, so we're, and it, well, even as grandparents, like, you know, those are my grandparents and that continues to make an impression on me with, you know, spending time with grandma this summer and every morning you walk mm-hmm. by her room and she's just, you know, on her knees praying yeah. and it's not, mm-hmm. it's just not tell. And I think that's the cool thing. It's not that they're out there broadcasting. Not showing this it. Is what yeah. I'm, it's not showing no, off. Yeah. <laughs> right. and, and Jesus, Jesus even talks about that, you right. know, in the Bible, like there's this, that story of right dad i'm not saying this right of this you know of the pharisee who's kind of like proclaiming his prayer in front of everybody and then there's somebody who's you know just quietly praying and mm-hmm. he said you know you know this is this is this the posture of your heart that you should take sure. humble but yeah. true and um and making it true for yourself so that others can see it and yeah. because of that you know i really I think I hear things from grandma in a way that I don't hear them from anybody else because I know that they're so true for her. Right. Like I know it's not something she's just, you know, she's not just blowing smoke. It's it's right. so true. And the same thing from you and mom. I, I heard it from you differently because I know it was something that you were seeking in your own life mm-hmm. and you've inspired me to continue to try to do that in mine. And, and you know, and, that, and it's true. And, and we're, we, we didn't always model, you know— good character before you guys. I mean, obviously parenting, there's challenges, there's good days and bad days like everybody. And so um, we aren't the perfect, we aren't the perfect family. I mean, obviously, but I think what you're relating and what we're sharing is that just, just letting your faith, living your faith out loud is a good thing. That's the beginning of passing your faith on to your kids. <laughs> if that's, if that's your desire, and that's why you're listening to this podcast, you want some ideas and things. That, I think the first thing you need to know is just go ahead and live your faith out loud and let it be uh, let it be there um, not in a showy way or but just let it be real I think kids I, I believe children are super intuitive I think they know what they know when they're you know when they're getting a snow job and they also know when it's real and I think just just being real is a is a great thing when it comes to instilling spiritual things into your kids lives um, I think it all starts with you and uh, just doing it, living it out loud, modeling your own faith in real time in front of your kids is really important. So what would you, what are some practical tips? Like that's good advice, but what are some practical tips um, for somebody who wants to start kind of, to kind of taking their faith on, owning their faith and continue to growing Mm -hmm. into it, being intentional in those times? What are some practical ways that someone could start doing that? Well, I think the first thing to, to just admit and understand, and we all know this is true, is life is busy. And especially um, the day and age we live, I mean, in our family, you know, both, you know, mom and I both worked. We were working full time. Um, you guys had active lives. You played sports. You did things. I mean, and it, and it was, it life was just really busy and really hairy sometimes. And when, if, if that's, if there's, parents listening today and they're thinking, man, I don't have, I know I need to do this. I know I need to spend more time in the Word. I need to, need to spend more time in prayer. I don't know where I'm going to get that time. And I get that. And I, I just want to encourage you that um, you may feel like there's just no way I can carve out an hour of devotion time. Well, you know, can you carve out five minutes? 
Can you carve out 10? Can you, can you stretch it to 15? I think that if it's worth, I think this is worth it, is what I'm saying. I think when we all find time to do the things that we believe are important to us. And so I think this is important. And if you're listening to this, I think you think it's important too. So I think it's get, get away from the idea of, well, if I can't spend an hour in devotions, you know, doing my devotions or doing my, you know, quiet time, prayer time, if I can't spend an hour, I might as well not do it at all. And I don't, I don't think that's true. I feel like anything is better than nothing. Um, there's this G.K. Chesterton quote that I love. Uh, he says, anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. And, and I, I think that's kind of funny, but I think it's true. I, and I think devotions, t- spending time, you know, in, with scripture, spending time in prayer, spending time journaling, even if it's five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes every day, it's worth it. Um, and I think for, for married couples, too, I mean, to have that time together, I mean, you know, mom and I, your mom and I, we're always wanting, let's pray together. You know, we were, you know, she's inspired by her parents and let's pray for our kids. Let's pray for, and we would, but we wouldn't do it as consistently as we wanted to. And, you know, we would, individually we were, but I think coming together as, as, as parents um, is really important too. So I would encourage that as well. But um, so I guess that's the thing I want to take. I want to take the pressure off people who are maybe listening, thinking, I don't have the time to do this. I just, there's no way. But just know that you do have some time, five, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, just something consistently daily that you can. And I think you're going to see a difference. And I, I really do. Um, there's, you know, that's that's my most, that's that's the thing I want to encourage people with the most. And, and there's a lot of different ways, you know, to incorporate doing that. I know, um, well, for me, I've been reading grandma's journals, talk about, you know, kind of her legacy, but she talked about like how her first five minutes of her day, every day she tried to give to Jesus because she said, you know, when I walk outside without, you know, talking to Jesus, it almost feels like I'm walking outside without my clothes on. So <laughs> getting, <laughs> so I I thought, wow, that's that's true. But it's true. So yeah. the idea of challenging yourself, you know, maybe before you grab that coffee, before right. you jump to that, that before you look at before you look at your phone, <laughs> before right, you, yeah. you know, begin get into social media. I agree. I think, and, and yeah, and, roll out of bed and roll onto your knees. Like, give it, <laughs> like your first five, like your yeah. first five minutes of um, give them your first five minutes of your day. Right. So. Um, or there's different things like I know I love to walk and run and, um, you know, part of my morning, what I'm trying, uh, I wouldn't say I do this well, but it's a, it's a goal of mine and my morning routine is to get my my physical health, you know, some attention, but also I love listening to, uh, there's a thing called the daily audio Bible um, where this guy named Brian Harding actually reads the Bible live each day. Uh, and you can, if you listen to it every day for the year, you'd actually read the whole Bible every year. And I know you've done that a little bit and I really get a lot out of that, but it's a way for me to get my, my walk in, but still hear the word. And I just, it, it, it keeps me, um, connected and keeps me constant to what is true. Right. I think. Well, there are tons of online, um, resources for devotions. Um, the daily audio Bible is great. It's a, comes to you in a podcast form every day. And there are others too. Um, uh, Bible Gateway is a online Bible website, and it, they they have tons of web uh, tons of resources that you can use too. And you know, I and I feel like where there's no there's no lack of resources for sure. If you go to any um, Christian bookstore, you'll see a ton of devotionals. But I also think there's something to be said for just silence. 
you know, I think sometimes we, we, we are looking for something to read or something to listen to or we want something to do. We feel like this isn't, you know, devotions aren't devotions unless I'm doing something. Well, you know what? Sometimes in the day and age we live in, I almost feel like um, it's more of a challenge to just be still and be silent for 15 minutes just before the Lord. I mean, that's never hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So, if you don't know my daughter Brittany, she's a talker. So, and she loves people and she doesn't want to be, you know, she always has, she always gets something going on in her mind. So, and that's why we love you, yeah. sweetie. That's why we love you. That's why you're doing this. That's why you're doing this podcast with me. But but back to my really serious and important point, Britt. Um, silence is golden. You know the idea that the, the you know the scripture that be still and know that I am God. That there's something powerful in that. And so mm-hmm. so for you know to just sit quietly for for a few moments in a in a posture of prayer. You know, meaning just with an idea of it's it's what meditation is i think and i i mm-hmm. think it's important to to have that time every day and just drink deep from that silent mm-hmm. powerful place of being in god's presence that it, i think just that could be huge for someone and it's true because those you know those those practical tools that we mentioned those are that's just what it is it's a tool right. you know it's not the end goal you know the, our end goal is to continue to know the heart of Jesus and to pursue his heart for us and let that be true for us so it can pour out onto our kids onto exactly. our spouse onto our friends and so if that if that tool is getting in the way of you actually getting a chance to talk with Jesus then maybe yeah. we have to rethink what's happening so that's good I, I, that's encouraging for me and I also think that it's important to know that this is a journey um, we're on a journey together and we're on a journey with with the Lord in our relationship this journey of faith it there's it's not like you're gonna arrive someday and go okay I got it down you know it's 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 a continual process I mean you know you know we're, we're being moved from you know, from one, one, you know, one vista to another, you know, thinking about going on a hike. Um, I've, I've got a friend whose daughter just this summer hiked the Appalachian Trail, and I followed along her journey. And my goodness, I mean, she went from one amazing view to another. And it was, it was, there were high points and low points. And um, I think that analogy of, of, of hiking a trail for a long time um, is a really good one when you think about a journey of faith. And uh, we're going to have good days. We're going to have bad days. We're going to have we're going to have t- days when we just feel like you know we're just hearing so much from the Lord, and other days we're going to feel like He's completely silent. But we just have to per- persevere and and just keep on doing it, consistently doing it, just in faith. Um, and I and I think you'll will discover as you continue to just do the little things that our devotion time becomes super rich and uh, super good for us and for our kids and our families. Yeah, that's a good thing too to just like buy, to show your kids that you a really good topic yeah. of this. These are good topics of discussion, and there's obviously you know I've thought of questions as we're talking of things that I feel like can even come from this that maybe we can talk about in other podcasts on the road because uh, it's a big question. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a big question. To dive into. Yeah, and I mean, I've got some, you know, and I have some practical ideas too that we're going to, you know, that I'm going to be sharing in future episodes, practical things that you can do, you know, in your home to help, um, to help create conversations, to help create opportunities for your children to get scripture into their lives. Um, and, and I'm excited to share those 
coming up too. But um, but I I do think um, to have having conversations is su- is is such a good thing. I mean, because conversations is is where we interact. It's where we exchange you know our hearts and our ideas and our thoughts and it's kind of what we've kind of called this podcast is a conversation and uh so we do want to encourage folks to join the conversation by um emailing us your questions or your comments um and you can email me at chip at chiprichter.com and you can email Brittany at Brittany with two t's maybe i should just spell it Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y. At Chip Richter. At Chip Richter. At Chip Richter.com. So send us emails, um, your comments, your thoughts, and um, we'd love to continue the conversation in person. That'd be fun. And another thought I just had, too, if you, if, you're, if you want to, you can also send us a voice memo. Use your phone, record your question with your voice, and then we can actually bring you right into the studio and, and uh, have you ask your question kind of... Uh, as part of the podcast. So you can do that too. Just make a voice memo and uh, email it to us at those same email addresses. So I guess, is that about it, Brett? Are we good to go? First episode in the can? First episode in the can, in the books. In the books. Well, um, I just want to say to the listeners, thanks so much for listening. And um, I just want to leave you with this final thought. I just want you to know that Brittany and I are cheering you on and we want you to remember that you are a better parent than you think you are. You are uniquely gifted and qualified to love and raise the kids that God has brought into your life. No one can do it like you can do it. And we're here to cheer you on. So thanks a lot, everybody. Thanks, everyone.